What is up, everybody? Pat's Interference back. We are moving on to week nine now into the college football season. This is a college football podcast. If yep. you're joining us for the first time ever, thank yep. you for listening. Thank you for watching live if you're watching live, or thank you for uh, doing it on iTunes if you are. I'm Patrick Brickman. He is Patrick Norwood, and I got to be honest Howdy. with you, this is the most excited week I have. I've been to, to do a pod with you. Oh, last year, we exercised some demons Saturday, didn't we? Saturday was a good one Didn't for we? us, traditionally Alabama fans, but we're going to talk about most teams here. Um, no, and beyond just Alabama beating Tennessee, which we will talk about yep. at length. Yep. Um, no, I mean, we went into the week. Last week on the pod, we said that it was sort of a lower-end week as far as the amount of big games, but right. the ones that were there, we knew would be good. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what happened. It, mean, was, it was a really, really, it was really a good weekend. great weekend of college football. It started, actually, Thursday night. Yes. Um, JMU played Marshall. 20 to 9, JMU, okay? But there was like, it wasn't really like a defensive slugfest. Mm-hmm. JMU's punter had seven punts inside the 20, five inside the 10, two inside the one. That's, I mean, the, hey, we haven't seen that since That got me juiced up. Hey, that's JMU. Shout out Leslie Martin. Um, but it, no, it was, and then the rest of the weekend was awesome. All the games that we thought were going to be great were great, um, except a couple. And then uh, there are even some games that uh, shouldn't have been great. And they were, and they were, and that was the thing. So I wouldn't have call, I wouldn't call last Saturday like a red letter day for the season. Is like you know the week where everybody loses. I wouldn't say it was that, no. but there's enough meat on this bone that, uh, that I am so excited to talk college football today. I hope you guys are too if you're watching. However many people, the thousands we have watching. Yeah, this. Uh, let's see. We've got uh, six point eight million at this point right now as and if, we speak. And if you are in there, please, please uh, talk in the comments because that's what makes this fun. That's why we're doing it this way instead of just. Recording ourselves yeah. in, in Audible and yeah. You know. uh, also, we're in the conference championship here. And the other thing we do is we play NCAA 14 while we do this. So let me. Um, we have a uh, for those of you who may be brand new. We have a uh, offensive coordinator who is at UAB mm-hmm. based on uh, the fan vote we did on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he Hello is again, appears to be. Oh no, the controller is going out. Oh, that's good. Um, so this is going to go on the pod, but. If this moves too much, it keeps unplugging. Just oh, to keep that good mind. to know. Good yeah. to know. Good to know. But here we go. Okay, so yeah, we're Quincy Radar. Uh, we are at UAB, like you said. Yep. Um, yeah, conference championship. Who do we play? SMU. SMU. Eight and four. SMU. Gonna be a uh, pony down. That's I'm what get, I say. I'm gonna get this started, and then we can get into the game. If you want to kick us off. Yeah, yeah. I'll, wherever we, got, we are. We got a live pad action here mm-hmm. in front of us. Uh, all right. So uh, the noon game. Uh, that everybody had their eye on Penn State, Ohio State. Ohio State, 20 to 12, kind of just outlasted Penn State, but Penn State just never really got anything going. It, it is, has to be a demoralizing loss for Penn State. I just wonder, and this is more of a, uh, okay, so uh, before we just harp on the loser of this First game. First in the nation in the yards, by the way. Hmm, interesting, that isn't that? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just, I, I want to, Talk about Ohio State a little bit because I feel like we always harp on the loser first when it comes yeah, to these big point. games. Yeah, that's a good point. <clears throat> Not Talk just about us, but everybody. Yeah. Ohio State has really come into their own in the last few weeks. Absolutely, um, they have. And that has been huge for them, uh, especially on defense. Penn State couldn't get anything going. They had 17 pass attempts in the first half. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Drew Allard just could not. I mean, it was a bunch of short pass plays and uh, little intermediate passes here and there. They just couldn't get past the sticks. Which is surprising a little bit to me. That Not, not that they couldn't do much against Ohio State's defense. They've got a really good defense. But I just thought there would be more to their offense this far into the season. Right. I thought that, because they, they've been coming along, they've been a balanced attack, Allard's been getting better, they haven't been turning the ball over, 
And I thought by now they would have really figured some themselves out more, but that has not uh, that has not materialized for them. And so no, it hasn't. Now they're on the outside looking in it for hasn't. the upteenth season in a row. Yeah, yeah, and it's I think it's 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 obviously disappointing for them. Um, is James Franklin the guy? Is this a James Franklin problem? He, I mean. He is, I mean, he, I would put him higher than I would like a Jimbo Fisher as far as putting them where they need to be, but I wouldn't go much, I mean. If you would have told me that was going to be a sentence that came out of your mouth three years ago, I would have laughed in your face. Right, right, right. No, it's like he's gotten them as far, it's, it's sort of how Arkansas feels about Sam Pittman, right? Maybe not this particular week. Right. But as of a couple weeks ago, this, it's probably about how they were feeling about Sam Pittman in the, in the way that, thank you for how you've made us better. Yes. But now we got to get to the we next gotta, level. we got to go to the next thing, yeah. Um, and I just kind of wonder what the straw that breaks it. Because I don't think for great ball, great pass. That's Thank how you, you. win to Hold on. Are we playing our conference title at home? Yeah. Okay. I think that's how CSU That's how CSU, that's CSU how Cusa does it. Yeah. Okay. So I went to, uh, um, that's why I've been to Middle Tennessee State right, Stadium. Right, of course. I've been there too. I watched Sonny Gray throw for a million yards against my high school my freshman year. I in don't the know state if I championship. remember either of the quarterbacks. St- uh... Was Stock still a quarterback well, or a coach? Remember, Sonny Gray is now a pitcher for the Twins. I might be frauding myself here by asking that question. Uh, but anyway, uh, Continue. I, I think that for Penn State, I don't think it's going to be anything where it's a huge loss that yeah. gets James Franklin in trouble. I think it is going to be a, you just can't win the one we need you to win. Yeah. Right? Yeah, um, you're saying they're not going to lose to Rutgers and they're going to go, that's it for James well, Franklin. Let's go, you've lost to Ohio State however many years in a row. Right. Right. And Wisconsin or, you know, insert... The team, Michigan, yeah. Michigan State, whoever it is at the time. Well, not Michigan State this year, but uh, you know, it, it is it is something to sort of just sort of keep in the back of your mind. Yeah. Uh, as far as Ohio State's concerned, like I said, it looks like they've started to figure some things out. I know Marvin Harrison Jr. has been a little bit more quiet than people maybe thought, but I think he's also having a year like Julio had his whatever it was sophomore or not Julio, but Amari Cooper had his sophomore season where yeah. it was just. Everybody expected it to be a repeat of his freshman year, and then when it wasn't, people were let down. And honestly, he's turned it up. I mean, he's played he's played better. well. I yes. won't say that he has had the marquee like takeover game like we've seen from you know uh, like Jamar Chase a couple weeks ago with right. the three touchdowns when he was struggling. Uh, we haven't seen that yet, but he's been. I mean, he's vitally important even when he's not producing to their offense. Right. Um, so Ohio State going from here, I, I feel really good about them. Going into the latter half, I mean, we all know at this point now for them, it's a uh, look at that ball. Oh my goodness! Oh, that's beautiful. Great play call, Thank coach. You very much. Great play call. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel like they're going to. I mean, I have zero, zero doubt they're going to go into Michigan, the game against Michigan, undefeated. I think that's going to. We all expect that to be an undefeated matchup because Penn State's still going to play Michigan. But for what we saw with Penn State, we expect Michigan to win that. We got a lot more to say about them later, uh, but we want to keep talking about the winner. Um. I'm so impressed by their defense. Yeah. Every time I watch it. it. it it's picked up so massively mm-hmm. um, since the season started. I mean, you remember those games they were having. The, the early games against, uh, who did they play the first week? Was it Rutgers, Indiana, somebody like that? Yeah. And it, they just looked a little lost. They looked like they, they obviously were giving up a little bit too much um, to whoever they were playing in that game. Nice, nice juke. Uh, if that game was played today, and this is going off on a little bit of a tangent, but right. Michigan, Ohio State, what would you put the line at? I'm not going to ask who you think would win because we got we got ball to, to figure out before they play. But where would you put the line if it was today? I'd probably take Michigan minus one and a half or two and a half. Yeah, I think minus two and a half. Michigan, they've been sort of mirror images of each other. They both have really good defenses. 
Both of uh, them are. Ohio State's played a little, had a better, obviously had a much tougher schedule yes. uh, now at this point. But like, Michigan has looked like the more complete team. I don't remember, and, and you can tell me in the comments, or I'll look it up, or we'll just keep moving on because it's not that important. I don't remember where they're playing it this year, uh, that game. But two and a half if it was on a neutral field, I think is about right. That's a good call. Um, anything else you want to say about uh, Ohio State, Michigan? Uh, well, not or, or Penn State, Michigan. Uh, no, Penn State, Ohio State. No, I think, I and I think Penn State's got a lot to play for still. Obviously, um, I, I don't think we want to see. Um, we don't want to see a full-on drop-off by uh, Penn State, right? right. I, it's the same. It's the same thing we said about Miami, and Miami picked it up this week. We'll talk about that game in a bit. Um, oh, buddy, I may have made a mistake. I may have made a mistake. Sorry, I tried a big truck. You know what? I, We're I going, know for going for it. That's uh, that's what conference champions it. do. Um, but yeah, I uh, I think this is a huge breaking point for James Franklin as a coach. Yeah. Because you've seen it time and time again. That's a first down. Turnover? They didn't count that. Wow. Let's see if they review it. Actually, sometimes they do that, but I, I don't, don't know. know. Yeah. Nope. Okay. My bad. Uh, but good. yeah, so I, I think this is a huge uh, breaking point for James Franklin and where he is as a coach and where this team's going to go. All right, moving on. Another noon game. UCF nearly upset Oklahoma. That was a wild one. Uh, and I, I kind of want to fast forward to the last play of the game uh, when Gus Malzahn decided uh, to, to go for two to tie it. Obviously, he needed to. Mm -hmm. um, but called a trick play. He got cutesy. How do you feel about that? Uh, I feel bad because, and this is not just hindsight, this is, I got a score against Brent Venables, and uh Oklahoma, and it feels so odd to say this, considering the past decade of college football and the tropes that have, that formed with it, but Oklahoma's got a ball in defense, yeah. right? And that's not, to win the game, I don't know that I want to try to get cute. Now, you got to do something. You can't just run right at their nose tackles because right. that's not how UCF is ever going to beat Oklahoma. No. Even if they were to keep playing in the same conference, which they're not, but if they were going to be a yearly thing... So, I, I mean, I hated the call. It's easy to say now because it was so atrociously not close. But also, I, that's not the way I, way I would have gone about it. And I have to imagine, in the moment, UCF fans are pretty upset, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I think so, as well. Um, and if you're Oklahoma, I mean, that's one of those surviving advanced games, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was ugly. It wasn't what you wanted. But you found a way to win, and you got past it. Now, if this is a trend for Oklahoma, and they keep having games against teams like this, where they should win by, you know, 10, 14, 20 points, and they're sort of coming down to the wire. That's a cause for concern. I don't anticipate this being the trend, though. Yeah. I think this is an outlier more than it is a trend. Uh, Air Force 17, Navy 6. Is Air Force a legit playoff contender? <laughs> of course. Yeah, no. Uh, no. No. If Air Force goes undefeated, why should they be left out of the playoff? I mean, do you want me to... Go ahead. To do, to do the thing we do every year? Why should Boise State not be in the BCS National Championship? Why should... Uh, team A, B, C, and D not being it. I mean, it's four team. I hate to be that guy, but they have to wait a year. Yeah. They have to wait a year to want to be in the playoff. That's just sort of the way it is. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. Uh, Mississippi State, seven. Arkansas, three. I'm so disappointed in Arkansas, man. Every I think everybody is. I, I just, and again, you mentioned Sam Pittman earlier. It's It's just so... Frustrating because they are so close. I don't know if you're going to get it in time. No, you're not, and they're going to make you punt. You're right. Um, they might make. They might let me go for this. But yeah, Sam Pittman. I just. It's like you said earlier. Thank you for what you've done, but it's it's time. Fire Dan Enos post game. They, Dan Enos. Yeah, they fired him can't. like 
middle of the day that varied, like on Sunday. They on didn't even wait till Monday. No, um, which, good riddance. Danny knows, if you're watching this, no one likes you. Um, Genuinely. I mean, I've not seen a name. How does he get another job? He was like, when Bama got him as the quarterback coach, we were hype. He has his name has carried. I don't remember where his name gained the weight, but I haven't seen a coach lose it as steadily as he has. Yeah, over the last I don't know however many years. Uh, five, six, seven, around there. Um, They're covering that. Yeah, he's just he's not he's not the guy, man. Yeah, he's he's just not it. I don't know why anyone would hire him uh, at a large program. It's just it it's cancerous. It feels like mm-hmm. it is an absolute disaster for your program. But I think Sam Pittman's on the hot seat now too. Yeah, he's he he, and I think we kind of mentioned him a minute ago. But like, again, now we're we're past the. You've done well for us, thank you. Now they are legitimately, getting worse. Yeah, in a hurry. Yes. Uh, to lose that game in that capacity, I mean, shoot, that could have been a pick six. Um, to lose that game in that capacity, I mean, people expected, a a fair amount, out of, Arkansas's. Offense this year because they have a however long he's been there a quarterback three year quarterback yeah coming back I mean this is his last year he's he's a big dude we saw what kind of plays he can make in the Alabama game we know what he's capable of we've seen it many times so to put up three points against Mississippi State is well now we're punting um, um, field goal yeah yeah watch the field goal unless they make me go for it here because no, our no, kicker no. is genuinely bad uh let's see hold on how do I Watch. Yeah, there we go. Um, yeah, uh, no, it, it's a huge disappointment. Arkansas fans have to be throwing their hair, hands in the air going, you know, what else do we have to do Yeah. to, to really compete in the West? Uh, past September, I mean, Arkansas every year falls out. They, we always expect them to be good. Yep. And then they just kind of fall off the national scene and have to play scary team you don't want to play by the first, second week of October I mean, here's, every time. Here's the thing. Um, they came closer to beating Alabama this year than Tennessee did. They sh- that is true. You know, like that I, is true but on the that, road. That means that after a game where you come so close to doing that, and you, you know, I'm not a big believer in moral victories. You know that about me, of course. Uh, but that's as close to a moral victory as I think you can have in college football. The next game, you need to put Mississippi State. Not only do you need to put them away, you need to put them away early, and uh-huh. they just couldn't do it. They just could not do it. No, they're not that. They're not a good team this year. They're a team that maybe could upset somebody, but I'm not looking at. I thought they would be a good team. I thought they would be a team that would win eight, nine, potentially ten games if a couple fumbles would go their way. But um, no, not even close. No. Uh, all right. Uh, next game you want to talk about? Pick one out. Yeah, pick let me one pick out. one. Um, how do you feel about Oregon's 38-24 response after their loss? Uh, good, good. I think that's what they needed to do. You know, I think uh, there's a lot of teams in college football. Miami was an example this year. Uh, although, again, big win this weekend. We'll talk about them here in a bit. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's a lot of teams in college football that they take that first loss. Yeah. Sorry if you guys can hear this controller tonight. We, we've got a new controller, and it is uh, <laughs> loud. Yeah. It is a loud controller. Um, but, yeah, I, I think... Uh, there's a lot of teams who would fall off, and it was good to see Oregon kind of bounce back mm-hmm. against a, a very good Washington State team, by the way. Uh, Washington State team that's nothing to turn your nose up at um, or it's anything of that nature. a little topsy-turvy year over there. In um, but, you know, Oregon's just going to keep trucking along. They're still a top-10 program. They're still easily a path to the college football playoff for them. Um, but they've got to keep their nose to the grindstone. I mean, you saw Washington, who we'll talk about in a minute, um, nearly sort of uh, give it away against uh, Arizona State. Yeah. That very well could be Oregon, right? 
Oh boy. And that would have been huge for Oregon had oh my gosh. had uh, you know Washington lost that. That would have been life. Uh oh. Uh, this is bad news, Bears. I usually turn off injuries, but I didn't for this, and um, I don't see that screen very often. So I think we have our backup QB in to, to come win this. Liddy, yeah, there he is. We're gonna let him throw from the first play from scrimmage. I'm a big believer in that. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so Oregon, good job, good job to the Ducks. Uh, they look good doing it too. I like those jerseys, although my girlfriend didn't. Um, what? What? The throwbacks? So you know how sometimes oh. colors just don't work for your eyes, I think is what we came up oh, with. Okay. Like, I don't like the way Texas A&M and Mississippi State look, but some people think that's a really nice, clean look. Yeah. I think that's how she doesn't like the green and the yellow together. Okay. And I used to not either. I'll be honest. I And this is going to be one of the dumbest things I've said on this podcast, but like as a kid, I never really liked um, the Packers jerseys, the Packers look. That was a sick play. Wow. Uh, but now I'm wrong. I mean, I know I, how. I, know how. I, I guess I understand that. I, I think it's the best look Oregon has every year. Every year I look forward to their faux back jerseys. I did want the helmet to be green, I think, but I don't fully remember. Uh, I, I love the yellow lid. I don't know. I, I think that's the best look they put out on the field. Um, moving on, Missouri 34-12 over South Carolina, who <sighs> coming into the year, South Carolina had a little bit of hype. Is Missouri a threat to either Georgia or Tennessee in your mind? Yes, like, truly. Big like, time. Do you, can you see that happening? Big time. Or is it like a talking point? Big time. I absolutely could see that happening. Now, will I be surprised if both Tennessee and Georgia wax them because they're expecting it? No. Mm -hmm. uh, but I don't anticipate that happening. I think Missouri is going to beat one of those teams. You think they will beat one of those teams? I do. I do. I think they'll at least cover against one of them. I could see them beating one of them. I can see it. I don't know if I want to commit to it being an actual, like, possibility other than just, like, a fun little thing to bring up on our podcast. Well, Missouri's got an offense, man. Missouri has an offense, they got a receiver, they got a quarterback that's sometimes getting him that ball. Yeah. And they've had a defense that's held up their end of the bargain more often than not. Ooh, in trouble. I've got to uh I've got to look up Missouri's uh schedule for the rest of the year, so I need you to ramp for a little bit. Yeah. Oh, uh never mind, there it is. Uh Saturday, November fourth, they play Georgia. Okay, so they've got a week. So they're a, off this week. They've got a bye week. They're off this week, just like a lot of teams are. Uh, just like uh, Bama and LSU are both off. Uh, we need to probably preview the LSU game tonight, by the way. Yeah, we could do that. Uh, just to throw this out there, and we should have said this at the beginning, yes. but he, he's going to be gone the next few weeks, um, and you can tell him why I'm not going to I'll be out. That. Yeah, no, I'm going to Europe. The lovely Jade Norwood and I are traveling to Europe. Team is open. For, a, uh, for about two and a half weeks, a little over two and a half weeks, actually. Um, we are very much looking, oh, that's a great ball. We're very much looking forward to that. Um, but we will be in Paris, Paris to Berlin, Berlin to Dresden, Dresden to Munich, Munich to Dublin, Dublin to Edinburgh, Edinburgh mm -hmm. to Manchester, Manchester to London, London back to Durham. Uh, so I will be out. I will definitely quiz on that, by the way. I will definitely be sending, uh, my thoughts after each Saturday, mm -hmm. just a little two-minute pop-in. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to try and do something fun with it. I don't know what that is yet. It may just be for my hotel room because I'm sleepy. Do but... what you got to do. But that's yeah. going to be a lot of fun. Yes. I'm going to try to have at least two. That was ugly. It was almost halftime. I'm going to try to have at least two different uh, hosts. Here, you only threw one pass. Okay, all right. Um, a couple different hosts, guest fill-ins, and I haven't done all that yet, but I, I think... Are they going to play be, NCAA? No, MC will not be playing NCAA. <sighs> I, ca I kind of want I to. might put on, if she is game for it because she's, she's kind of excited, I might put it on like like an exhibition Like the game, one like button mode, mode or, or something? something. Yeah, 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 I understand Just let that. her run around, but she's still learning the rules of football. I enjoy telling her why teams punt 
during the Dolphins game on Sunday. That's awesome. She learned what first, second, that. third, and fourth down means and why they punt sometimes and why they kick field goals sometimes. Love it. Uh, and that's you know that's that's hard stuff. That's that's second day thing. That's not that's not first day of football. That's second no. day of football yeah. stuff. So she's anyway. So she'll be hosting. We're gonna have some fun with that. I'll talk football and then she'll give oh. some, you know, uh, that doesn't know football takes. Uh, anyway, moving on. Nope. Uh, you got they bye week Georgia. Then they play Tennessee. They get Tennessee at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, they then have Florida also at home, and then they go to Arkansas. There's a very real chance where Missouri's only losing one game the rest of the season. So just keep an eye out for that. And what what is the record at present? Can you see that? Do you have that pull? Uh, they have one loss, correct? I can't remember second, but. Uh oh gosh, my phone freaked out, and I'm trying to play. It's okay. It's not important at this juncture. I um, believe they only have one loss. Um, and it is to stand by. I can do this. I can multitask. I've got 13 seconds left on the I shot could clock. Also just do this. Nope. Nope. Not until I get it first. Be seven and one. That was pretty. They good. lost to uh, LSU. And <sighs> okay, so they have one loss, which is one less yard than Iowa had in the second half of their game against Minnesota. If you like that. That they like. that they still almost won. They still almost could, should have won. Uh, and Iowa got uh, screwed a little bit the same way that Tennessee kind of got screwed on the like fair catch, not fair catch rule, but yeah. also know the rules. Can this QB boogie? Have we tried that yet? I think he's trying boogie no, with him a little bit. on this one, though, because they are Boot scooting all boogie, over but... the right side of that line. Oh, you got him. Ah. Oh, that was beautiful. Bad. Um, but yeah, no, uh, I was bad. Iowa's offense is so bad, and their defense is so good. And Jason in a Kirk, comically in a comically bad way. Too. Jason Kirk said it best on Shadon Folkets, where he's like, "If you don't have an interest in who wins their games, watching Iowa is truly incredible. Like it, it's truly fascinating to watch them only get yeah. two yards." I can't actually. I actually. I am not sure if I can envision what that looks like in my head. Like truly, like what an entire half of two-yard football looks like. In a must-win game for a ranked team, do you, I can imagine it for a poverty program, fine and good. But for a team that came into that game ranked, can I ask you a question? And we're gonna, this is gonna get clipped, and we're gonna get chopped in half. Yeah. Do you think you can throw as many interceptions as you want? You can get sacked as many times as you want. Okay. Do you think you could get two yards in a D1 P5 college football game? Am I playing quarterback? Yes. Yeah, I actually, I kind of do. Because you can throw as many picks as you want, yeah. okay? You can throw 11 picks in a half. Yeah, I mean, I can just throw it. I will complete it to somebody for more than two yards. I genuinely, if I'm taking the, and I'm, I'm going to say, if I'm taking the ball out of the shotgun, I'm not going to take it out of, I'm not going to take it under center. No. If I can take the ball out of shotgun, have a moment to surveil, have a team that can call plays and just tell me where everybody's going, and I just need to deliver one ball, nine feet, I can do that. I, I think... But does that lay, is that there in the fact where like negative plays count? Right. So that's another thing is I, I think we have to say that then. Yeah. But you have a half of football to get two yards. I think I could throw enough bubble screens and tunnel screens mm-hmm. and little wide receiver screens to get at least two yards and not get sacked. I would just spam that play every single time and throw it as hard as I can at the wide receiver. <laughs> like I, I genuinely think I could, which. Oh, oh my! Woo! Hey, you're in your back. Okay, that was that, that was a time to truck, not spin. <laughs> I wanted to Eddie Lacy in the end zone. I uh, to go for the yeah, Eddie Parker. Touchdown. Parker chimes in. Running back screen, easy two yards, exactly. Yeah, like yes. Now, if it's I have to quarter, take, I would probably because now you're asking me, do you think I'm better than 
Iowa's quarterback. That's not I what I'm saying. I know. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, do you think you could get two yards? Yes. Yeah, I think I could. Now, if we're OC, do you think we can get two yards? Because I think we can get at least 50 yards. I mean, if I'm OC, that does make it a little bit easier. I, I like how much I assume that an OC's job is easy, but then when you say, I just need to get more than two yards and a half against Minnesota... And I'm Iowa, like I'm Dude, not. I'm it not, was against I'm not, Minnesota, bro. I'm not Prairie View A and M. I mean, I'm Iowa. You know, I can get two yards as OC. That is easy. I don't have to think about that for a second. I just, I'm fascinated at how anyone there still has a job. It's a cultural thing. I mean, yes, they need a new offensive coordinator, but that is their identity: is not knowing what to do on offense. I mean, that is. I don't know how else to put it. The quarterback's got a little. Got a little muscle on him. It's really funny though. Twelve ten is a is a good like high school oh, baseball God. game of a final uh, <laughs> that you don't see that often. Okay, we're getting into some meaty games here. Um, Texas Houston thirty one twenty four. Uh, is that raise a red flag for you at all, or are they just kind of uh, yes? Because out the Quinn Ewers is going to be out for multiple weeks. I didn't know that. Quinn Ewers hurt his UCL. Did that happen on yes Saturday? The... Was it news that I just missed, or is that like this? Oh my word! Out? Our running back. Um, that is huge news. For Oklahoma. Uh, dude, he's, and I feel bad for him, but he's injury prone. This is, this is two years now where he has sustained a big injury in a game where they really kind of needed him. Now, granted, Texas's backup came in and had a really, really good game. Sure. Um, I didn't know that he got hurt. How long did they say he's going to be out? Uh, it's a UCL injury, so it could be two weeks and it could be five. Like, there's just no telling. So I don't really know how bad it's going to get, but Texas could not afford that. Also, they gave up 24 points to Dana Holgerson and nearly lost. Mm -hmm. And again, you know, I get it. Um, They were without Quinn Ewers again. Mm -hmm. Things change, but I just, I don't don't know about Texas, man. I I feel like, all right, if Texas and Alabama met in the same circumstances today, okay, Who would win that game? I think Alabama would win that game at home. I mean, they're much more, not a much more complete team, but they're a better team now. I mean, they're better than they were They're not a much more complete team. No, they're a better team than they were week two, and Texas is, I think, in my opinion, a little worse. And it's a, for an Alabama fan, it's a shame that this wasn't played in week seven, eight, nine, ten. Right. That's not the way that college football no, works. I'm sure they would say the same thing about last season. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Parker asked of Iowa, I didn't watch that game. What happened to their O-line just not do anything? Um, I, I, I was, I, I, I was play calling is terrible. It's the same like three or four plays every time, and every play is designed to get exactly three yards. Their offensive coordinator is their coach's son, so there's some nepotism there. And he also, prior to the season, they gave him like a... Like a like a number of yards or touchdowns uh, points to it's reach. It's points, and he had to hit. I think it's like twenty four points a to game? get his bonus slash probably not be fired, and he's not going to hit it. He's, he's uh, not going to come close. Ferentz is going to have to fire his own son, and that's going to Bobby but, had to do but, that once. But upon will a time. he? Do you think he actually will? I don't think he's going to do that. Does he want to keep being the coach, or is he going to leave? Because he can't keep his son for another now, season after that. That would be hilarious. Yeah. If no, he, he he's going to have to. Change it up. He if, can't just stay and keep doing it. If Kirk Ferentz leaves and his son takes over as head coach, that would be the funniest outcome for this whole thing. Oh, that's not oh. even what I'm saying happens. I'm oh, saying, no, I know. I'm saying the board of trustees are going to go, you either get rid of your coach or, or cleaning you're house. done. Yeah. yeah. No, I could definitely see that happening. Because, um, um, uh, hey, once upon a time, Bobby had to do that, and he got rid of him, and he hired a coach in waiting, and he was Jimbo Fisher, and he got a title out of it. But that's two completely different programs. Yes. Uh, anyway, um, we were just talking about Texas. I had another Texas question. Oh, 
So Quinn Ewers, and I'm just going to name, off the top of my head, I think the three highest rated quarterbacks of the last seven, eight years in high school. And that's Trevor Lawrence, one, Quinn Ewers, two. I think Justin Fields was three, and then behind that somewhere is Caleb Williams, Bryce Young, like the other dudes. Yeah, right? but just those small dudes. That's how high Quinn Ewers was, is kind of what I'm saying. Like yeah. just a notch below what people thought. He was almost as good was. as Brody Croyle coming out of high school. So with, <laughs> with that in mind, at this point, has he already surpassed this, or what does Quinn Ewers need to do to not feel like a disappointment as far as his career goes? I don't think he feels like a disappointment. Um, I think what he has to do is is uh, get a big, big win and get a win in a meaningful bowl game. I mean, look what we did for what we did. What college football did for Sam Ellinger. Yeah. I don't see that necessarily being far out of the realm for Quinn Ewers. I think he's a better quarterback than Sam Ellinger. I just don't think he has that signature win. Ellinger had the win against Georgia, right? Mm-hmm. He doesn't exactly have that. How do we get the ball down here? Yeah, I think they turned it over. Okay. Um, he doesn't exactly have that signature win. I think he needs it. I, you could argue that it was Alabama this year, but if they lose two or three more games this season, no one's going to remember that game. Yeah. Right? Um, so, I, yeah, I, I think he needs that signature win, and I think he's I think he's good enough to play in the NFL. I do. No, he'll be drafted. He could be a first. I mean, he, he's been talked about as being a, a day one, for sure day two pick. But here's the thing. Is, is Quinn Ewers isn't Sam Ellinger. Quinn Ewers is supposed to be one of the faces of college football, the same way that Bryce Young and Trevor Lawrence have been. Right. Um, and I don't think just beating Bama this year is enough to hang his hat on and call, like, Yes. he lived up to the billing. Right. I think he needs to do more because, you know, Justin Fields played in Natty and went to the playoffs and other guys won the Heisman. And I don't think just being a first-round pick and having a few good plays and getting the big upset win is going to be enough. No, I don't either. I will feel like if he leaves, if he stays two or three weeks, loses to Oklahoma again, and and, and just kind of finishes out his, his career in a, in a you know New Year's Six Bowl, I think if he just finishes in a New Year's Six Bowl, I won't look at him as what he should have been. I won't look at him as like... And, I mean, and the, the transfer from Ohio State going to Sark, I don't know how we picked that up, but I'll take it. Yep. Anyway, I don't want to really kill Ewers too much, no. but he didn't progress the way I thought he would. No, I, I, I think most people agree with you, but I think, again, a lot of that's injuries. We're in tri-stuff territory here, by the way. Uh, okay. It's uh, first and goal from the twos. I'm going to try a little thing called a fade route. Oh. Which are atrocious in this game, but it'll be funny. Got him. Oh! <laughs> that's about as pretty <laughs> I love it when I, Yeah, I love it when they do actually get pulled out. All right, let's uh, run it in. Uh... Texas, or uh, sorry, not Texas and Houston. We just talked about that. Uh, let's talk about Ole Miss and Auburn because I watched a replay of the game. I'm glad you watched it because I actually didn't see as many plays from this game as I wanted. Jackson Dart is such a unique combination of being talented and completely uh, unremarkable from snap to snap. We're getting a booth review. That's so juke. Let's do this live. All right, did he get in? And knee down, ball's not across the line. That's that's a good review by the by the upstairs staff. Let's bring in Gene uh, Gene Serator. Gene Serator. Oh uh, yeah, guys. Right here, and I think that uh, yeah, you can I, do the knee right. Oh, okay. I agree with the broadcasters and the broadcast team that are paying me money to be here. I have never disagreed with the refs ever in a game, which actually they did twice. I saw that happen twice this weekend in the NFL. Which Dude, is he a just. Weird. This is a beatdown, by the way. Yeah, this is how you. This is a statement conference championship win. You think we're not going to get in on this play? Uh, okay. Quarterback power. Okay. Inside zone whoop, split. Whoop, whoop, whoop. It's fourth down, by the way. Is it? I think so. I think it's third. Okay. Doesn't and matter. A little why? Oh. Okay. Yeah. Turn that one over. 
so again, Jackson Dart is some throws he made Saturday were beautiful balls. And then he also had some throws that were just terrible. That's the Jackson he, Dart experience, he baby. He ran. And the Joe Milton experience. When he would take off and run, he was great. But there was Two way too much yeah. of him uh, holding onto the ball for far too long. Mm. Uh, he would make great reads in tight coverages. And it looked awesome. And then he would miss wide open guys over the middle. And I've never seen a Jekyll and Hyde quarterback quite like Jackson Dart. On the flip, they're always at Ole Miss, aren't they? On the flip side of the ball, yeah, Chad Kelly was that way too. Um, <laughs> and Bo Wallace. Oh, I think he's better than Bo Wallace, but he is better than Bo Wallace, yes. But he was the same kind of quarterback. On the flip side of the ball, mm-hmm. oh Auburn. Here's a. Th- I'm going to say some nice things about Auburn today. I don't want to, but I'm going to. Yeah, go ahead. I suppose their running game is very good. Mm-hmm. Jarquez Hunter is a great he's running. A, back. He's a bowling ball man. Um. Judkins had a, a monster game, by the way. I don't want that to go yeah. unrelated. It was just Jackson Dart was such an eyesore for part of the game and then so great for part of the game that I had to talk about him. But Judkins stole the show offensively for Ole Miss. Um, Jarquez Hunter's a great running back. Anytime Robbie Ashford gets the ball and he drops back to pass, it is either going to be a one to two yard gain or he is throwing an interception. So every time he gets the ball, everyone knows he's about to run it. And it's just whether or not he's going to be a better athlete than people, which sometimes he is. Yeah. Um, Peyton Thorne is just fine. Look at that tutter. He's fine. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, I don't want to be meaner to Auburn, but when your defense is on the field like eighty-five percent of the game because you cannot do anything on offense. And then everyone throws their hands up, and they're like, well, we hired the offensive genius, Hugh Freeze. Now, granted, he adopted kind of a nightmare. He did. Um, I don't think anybody expected the offense to be gangbusters this year or anything. But remember how we were talking about the running game in the first few weeks? And we were all like, oh, wow, their running game's really good. Well, now there's tape. Yeah. And you just key in on a couple things here and there, and it's like, oh, man, you're going for the kill. Yeah, I'm just running up this Wow. Game. This is style points for the playoff committee. You know what? You're right. You're right. I'm going to do the same thing. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I just... It was an ugly game. Ole also, Miss, this backup is coming and been way better dude, than our starter. He's been insane. He's been insane. Uh, he's he's full to a. Oh, my heart. But yeah. Uh, okay. So my main question for Auburn, because I'm, I mean, they're gonna play Alabama, and we'll, we'll I'll look a little bit more closely well, to them before that. But like, my main question about Auburn uh, off season, one of the things I'll really be keying in on for them is is can Hugh Freeze? They've got they're, they're missing more than quarterback, but. A lot of their problems get solved if they had a dude in there that was, let's face it, better than Peyton Thorne, who, you know, was not very good at Michigan State, who's not very good. So, um, if he can get a, an actual real transfer quarterback, because that's the way to band-aid this, is to, all right, Thorne didn't work, who's on the market this year? Yep. Who's a Riley Leonard? Can we get Riley Leonard in town? Can we get, that? I'm just saying, saying names that I think they're whispers that might transfer, like Sam Hartman did last year. Yep. You know, Auburn tried to flirt with guys like, the big ones recently, like Caleb Williams and the, the big transfers. Auburn contacted them, but with Brian Harson in charge and then, you know... Harson in charge? Sorry. Hughes Freeze taking over. It wasn't a situation where the good quarterbacks were interested. Have they done enough to attract a guy? I'm interested in seeing. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't know, man. I, I don't know what the solution is there, but I know it's not going to come for a while. Um, I don't think they get a quarterback and things are solved overnight. Yeah. You know, yes, it's great that they... Oh, Patrick. 
There's no way to drop it in that bucket, though. I saw what you saw. You're right. But there's no way. There's no you way in this game float it to, over. Yeah. to touch pass in there quite that way without the you know. Especially on the run, that was just a. There's stupid. no way to be Tua. I that's suppose. stupid. Um, okay, so that's enough on Ole Miss Auburn. Uh, let's get to Michigan Michigan State for a plethora of reasons, and we're gonna hit on this game and come to a screeching halt as I just take a horrible Jalen Milrow style sack. Um, oh, we can get sixty though. So. All right. Do you want to start with Michigan State or Michigan? Got another play. Okay. I I am kind of like the way I feel about NC State this year. Like I'm even actually that's an insult to NC State. Oh when no. When it comes to Michigan State, I'm kind no, of no. done. No no no, sweetie. About them. We're not talking about on field. Okay. No, I mean no, I mean even off field. Like I'm just kind of done talking I see what about. You mean. I see what you mean. Everything that's going on there. Uh, I'm not. They threw up a photo of Hitler on their video boards. Oh, that's different. Yes. That's what that, I'm saying. Okay, that is that's what, what I'm I would love saying. to discuss. Um. How horrible, how, how, how? How is it? And I know how because they went to a YouTube channel, got a trivia game that apparently they didn't even ask permission from the guy to run. They just started running it. Yeah. And one of the answers was Hitler. How do you not, look, you and I are both in this industry. One of my jobs at the Bulls is to get those little videos that you play, little interstitial videos here and there that you play when the crowd needs something to take their mind off of. Before a game, you know, for us, pitching changes, things like that. How do you settle on doing a trivia game like that and not vet to the questions and answers on the trivia game? Laziness. Nobody's at this game. We're getting destroyed. Why do we need to do anything that requires any effort? We're losing this game. We haven't scored until whatever quarter it's in. We're not going to win. This is our most hated This was rival. pre-game. They put a photo up on the video this board. This pre-game? Pre-game, uh, dude. Game. Eh, so just laziness, I guess, is the answer there. It's just so bad. Sloppiness and laziness. so and, bad. You know, that's um, it goes. So that's Michigan State. That's that segment. Uh, oh, I threw a pick. I hit him in the face mask. This is SM, SM, I'm not playing a great game, by the way, and we're up 59 to 9. SMU did not come to play today. Uh, okay. Other side of the ball. Michigan's fine. Michigan's good. Michigan's good. Calm down. Michigan's good. Um, I'm. I, Michigan's sort of getting to be like the Patriots where every single time something comes out about them somewhat cheating, uh-huh. you look at it, and if it weren't the same team over and over again, you'd be like, oh, that's kind of BS. Who cares? Like, oh, they deflated footballs. Who cares? But because it's Tom Brady, it's the biggest thing in the world, right? Yeah. You had the Harbaugh thing, and then you had Michigan coming out and doing like a self-imposed suspension, Beautiful. whatever, right? Um, and that's, that's its whole thing, and that kind of ran its course. Now you have this whole cheating scandal, and if you don't know what we're talking about, it's too much to go into, and it's a, it's a lot. But essentially, they had a, a grad assistant? Somebody. I don't know who it was on the staff. His name's Connor Stallions, which is incredible to me. Um, and so he was stealing signs. They have a paper trail of him uh, getting tickets to 11 different Big Ten games. Mm-hmm. Uh there is apparently photos now, I don't know if they've been shopped or anything, so take it with a grain of salt. Photos of him holding a laminated play card with the other team's hand signals on the sideline. There's video of him leaning into Coach's ears after a, a team puts in their signs um, and whispering something. That was an awful ball. Awful, awful that was an ball. awful ball. Back up. It's all right. It's all right. We can't so, be there's, but there, so there's more smoke to this than, than it probably looked there, like. There is more smoke. I don't think it'll amount to anything. I don't know if it needs to, but at the same time, if this is true and this is what's happening, how stupid are you to leave a paper trail at a yeah. program that is 
under the radar and under the microscope every year, regardless of the record like Michigan is. Mm -hmm. And then how are you dumb enough to not immediately come out, we're launching a full-fledged investigation, he has been let go, that's that. By the way, conference, conference title, baby. title. After all of this, Oh, play of the game. I love that we're interrupting this segment with our big celebration, because I'm going to let the celebration play out, just why not? Yeah. We earned this. Yeah, we did. Uh, conference title, I mean, look, oh my goodness, the play, just, that's going to be a very heavy thing to do, but they're doing it like it's nothing. Look at Trent Dilfer. Conf look at how happy Trent Dilfer is there. They, they've got the little GoPro of Quincy Radar up in the booth. Like, oh, they'll get their dog in the backup. The backup came in and helped put up 60. Oh my, the player of the game, Landry Liddy. It was great. It was great. Okay. Uh, okay, so <laughs> with Michigan, I'm just, I'm over it, dude. Here's, yeah. I'm, I'm over just constantly, well, we don't talk enough about Michigan. Well, Michigan's not an item of discussion this year. We're just not respecting Michigan. Michigan, ready for this? Michigan is the new Clemson. We don't talk about you because there's nothing to talk about, dude. You beat the daylights out of bad teams and all of a sudden I'm supposed to care like you're good. And you are good. But just just let it be, we're good. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've, we've mentioned that all year long. Do Here's you know how much I pine for the days when it was just, oh, Alabama just beats the crap out of people so we don't need to talk about them. But yet it's this big complaint with Michigan fans and we have one that listens to this pod. He thinks I'm going after him. You're not alone. I love you. I'm sorry. But... There are so many Michigan fans that are like, well, I guess nobody's talking about us. Guess we're just a little scrappy underdog again this year. It's like, no, you haven't been that in three years. The only people who are saying that you are is you. Yeah. Sorry. No, okay, so one, and I, I don't need to defend how we cover teams on here, and I'm not, but I am. Uh, we generally talk about Alabama because we've always done Alabama. This used to be an Alabama-only podcast. This started as only Alabama, and then we'd like discuss things that pertain to Alabama. Then we evolved, and we started talking more about all of college football because we're still passionate about that. But we really talk Alabama, and then we talk about the games against ranked teams, and then we go off on discussion topics if we need to. But when you have a team, one, that has not played a ranked team, that has been doing good and looking impressive while doing it, but there's not much to say there. Right? Yeah, J.J. McCarthy looks better than I thought he would. I didn't think he was that good. I thought he was an average quarterback. He's a good quarterback. Okay, I told you that. Good. Hey, the defense is awesome. That is that is what I know about them. That is what I can know about them. Number two, when it comes to the alleged sign stealing, something should come of it. If it's true, if this is true, this is, this is not a recruiting infraction that nobody cares about. If this is a thing that happened that's against the rules, right? In the NFL, you can send people to other games, you can send coaches to other games, and you can scout, you can watch them, and you can work, they even exchange video. They'll, they'll exchange video back and forth. But what they don't send is video of things that happen on the sidelines. So if you're taking video of things that happen on the sidelines, and that is explicitly against the rules, and you have a paper trail, something should happen. It won't, it's the NCAA, and I don't care. But I should care, but I don't, because nothing ever happens, and I don't care, because I'm broken by this shitty, Broken system that's been here forever. You're going to get off scot-free. Nobody cares, but we're going to dog you in the middle of it because, yeah, you're cheating. Because you deserve what? it. Guess what? It doesn't matter. Nothing's going to happen. No. Nothing has ever happened to Alabama, and we've been cheating for years. You know? Nothing happened to Auburn, and they explicitly cheated with Cam Newton. They gave him $250,000. They know he said but, that. We but, know he got but, We know Cecil built up his church. It doesn't matter. But, yeah, we're going to dog you. Everybody's been dogging Alabama and, for years. And in addition to this, if you ask somebody who won the 2010 championship, do they say Auburn bought, they paid Cam Newton? No, nobody cares. No. It's Auburn. Jimbo Fisher got on a pulpit and screamed into the mic the way I am now about Nick Saban. And 
This is a dude that worked with Nick Saban at multiple stops and was with him for multiple years and has played against him for multiple years saying that he knows that he cheated. And who cared? Nobody cared. He could have told... We all know Jimbo Fisher could have gotten on there and said, yeah, he used to grab Burger King bags and, 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 and his assistants would throw money in there and they would throw it from the car and then he would drive that car over to Drake Kirkpatrick's house and they'd give it to him and that was his third car. Like, we know they did that. Nobody cares. So if you want to get up in arms like we're being mean to you because you cheated, you deserve it. People have been doing it to Alabama for years. This is what happens when you start making the playoff. Yeah. So don't get all, it's us against the world when... If there's a pack, again, I don't know all the story about this, but you're probably cheating. We're seeing it and it's unfolding and we're going to laugh at you. We're going to go, hey, you're frauds, you're frauds, you're frauds, and then nothing will happen. We'll forget about it. So you can rest easy and you have Tom Brady and you can say Tom Brady played here even though he wasn't that good there. He did beat Alabama. He did beat Alabama. Uh, but yeah, so there you go. My cart is awesome. I we we talked about Michigan. We talked about Michigan and Texas just, I, I like doing this. Kansas State's going to the natty. I always like to, like, Oh, wow. Oh, we're doing this live. Yeah, we're doing this live. Kansas State's going to the Natty. Georgia won the SEC, but they lost two games. Water sweat. This would be fun for the triangle if it was real. Uh, So if you're listening on pod, we're going through the conference champions in our NCAA game. All right. uh, This is also to decide who goes to the Natty. So who is going to be playing Kansas State in our first Natty of our first season? It's got to be USC, right? Oh, Washington pulled it out by three. Wow. Let's see how they get then. A, a touchdown run with a minute and 51 left. That that would have been fun. Couldn't get the onside kick. Uh, Speaking of Michigan. Okay, I want to talk about uh, two or three more games here. Uh, we'll we'll spend a little bit of time on this one. Um, Clemson-Miami, man. Miami bounced back in a big way, won the game. Um, if you're Clemson, how? what do you do? If you're Clemson, what do you do? Uh, and I, and I'm, I am talking big picture here because we weren't exactly talking big picture Oh, I can answer that. We easy. haven't been. Are you firing Dabo? No. But you are making sure. No, you don't fire Dabo. But you make sure. Actually, this doesn't. Dabo's kind of above anybody telling him he has to do this or he's gone. He's won two natties, and this is Clemson, right? You don't do that at Clemson. You are, he's, he's God status there, whether or not we want to admit it. We love memeing him, but he is God status in that building. We were third in the Heisman. Good job, DJ wow. Giddens, with this. I mean, that's a lot of all purpose yards. That's a lot that's of a pretty yards. damn good season. That's I mean, a. That's a legitimate Heisman winner right there. Yep. Okay. Um, and I'm going to let you start off, start off the bowl game. Oh, so like, oh my God. This is a big moment for this podcast. <laughs> You're playing Tennessee. Oh, yes. In the Birmingham Bowl. This is a big moment for this. Did, did you just hit do not add on the trophy? It doesn't do anything. It doesn't actually do anything. Depressed. We are going to be talking about Bama, Tennessee, while we play Tennessee in right. the Birmingham All Bowl. Right. Well, now, hold on. But let me finish my Clemson thoughts. Yeah, go ahead. That. Go ahead. So this is what you do. Dabo needs to wake up and see college football for the way that it is. Yes. Which is play the game. Right? There's a Scrubs episode. And I'm going to bring Scrubs into oh. this if you don't mind. Our favorite TV show collective? Yes. Our collective favorite TV show, like, Scrubs. Yeah, yeah. There's an episode where uh, JD, the main character, the younger character, um, is, is talking to people and shaking hands and doing things that his mentor, Dr. Cox, doesn't like because he's kissing up a little bit. Right? He's kissing up a little bit, and Dr. Cox is mad. He's giving him shade. And JD finally looks at him and says, Hey, I want to be like you, but a more successful you. Right? And so Dabo, Dabo wants to be like Bear Bryant. 
Dabo wants to be like the guys that he grew up idolizing, the Gene Stallings and the Bear Bryant, the guys he played for in Alabama. And they do this, and it's all, you know, it's, 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 it's a... And there's nothing wrong with this inherently, but a Christian environment, and we do things this way. You don't visit other schools when you commit here. A first, commitment's a sorry, commitment. Right quick, first in uh, points and yards. And yards, yeah, we're going to get another job out Yeah, of this. I think so. But we need to win this game. We need to buckle down. Right, but Dabo wants to be old... And it's in the rain. He wants to be old school, but now he has to learn to play the game a little bit. Yeah. He needs to learn to get with the time. He needs to... He needs to do the things that he's uncomfortable with. We have the road game in our own stadium. <laughs> the road team in our own stadium. Look at how much Tennessee is in there. That is funny. Um, and he just, he has to start doing what everybody else is doing a little bit more and a little bit better. I don't know if he's fully not doing it, but he's got to start really hitting the transfer. Well, and I, I think he is, I think Clemson is capable of doing it. He is. It, Clemson is a, a very... Easy it's program, still a desirable location to right. play ball. You can you can convince someone to go to Clemson to play football pretty easily in the transfer portal. They still are getting dudes to play there over Alabama, over Georgia. They're still beating out teams for good recruits every year. Yeah, not as much lately because it's not looking as good. But Peter Woods was what the number one or two ranked player in Alabama last year, and he did. He's from Gardendale, and he didn't go to Alabama. He went to Clemson. There are still dudes that will go buy into that program. So. That's what Clemson needs to do. That's my long-winded way of saying that if, if Dabo gets with the times, we're done talking about Clemson the way we are right now. Also, shout out to Miami, who bounced back, came back, and had a big win in a week where we said that's exactly what they needed to that do. That is exactly what they needed. And uh, is Tyler Van Dyke okay? Do you know this yet? or does uh, we just Tyler Van Dyke was banged up in that game. I don't know if he's uh, okay or not, but he yeah. was definitely banged up. Did All you right. just drop the yeah, mouse? Yeah, I dropped the mouse. I'll get it. But, okay. um, All right, brief intermission. Uh, anyway... Um, so that's the long and short of it as far as Clemson goes. Their season's done this year, and he can't do anything as far as recruiting this year goes. But the team he has isn't strong in the trenches the way it used to be. No. It's not all over the board. He doesn't have the he doesn't have the receivers he used to. I mean, this dude was putting out uh, DeAndre Hopkins and Sammy Watkins. Uh, Justin and Ross was an absolute Justin Ross, dog. and these uh, all these dudes that are in the league now. These dudes were catching one-handed balls against Bama. He doesn't have those dudes. Shipley is no Travis Etienne, even though he's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. If he gets with the times and can start recruiting in the South the way he used to, Clemson's right back. If not, they're back to being middle-of-the-road Clemson. Yeah, yeah. That's... Uh, no, we got one more game from last week. Uh, we have two. I want to talk about two more games from last week. Okay. Uh, before we get, oh, to, yeah, we still, yeah, before we we get to Alabama. Yeah, two more. You're right. Um, or I guess, yeah. Uh, well, technically three. Because um, there's one we game... We have three more to talk about. There's one game on here that you didn't watch that I watched every snap of. Okay. Yeah, and then we have, okay, well, let's do... And then let's do Utah USC next. Two big teams lost and probably got taken completely out of the national championship chase. We'll, we'll do Utah USC. That's the first team that had a big loss. Yeah, uh, and let's try to keep these a little bit short because we are, we are running a little long tonight. We still I, got I, do it. I mean, I've kind of been going long because we oh, have we're, off This is a big do. episode. Yeah, this is a long episode. Okay, all right, buckle up, everybody. Uh, okay, so Utah USC. Uh, look, man, Caleb Williams... I hate the people that are telling him to sit out. Can I go off on this tangent? We both will, yeah. Um, Emmanuel Acho came out, put out a tweet. We see it once a year, right? There's always this tweet once a year from somebody that is... But never this early. The smart guy. That was a dumb ball. That was a dumb pass. And our uh, best, one of our best receivers just got hurt. Uh, but it's going to be fine. Um, At least our running back is back. Is our quarterback back? Our quarterback's back. Okay. Okay. Uh, I have, two, I have two completions for three yards. I mean, this is not going to be an easy win. No, it's not. But we're going to do it anyway. 
I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm going for it, Coach. Do what you got to do. I got to do it. I got to. Uh, Emmanuel Acho put out the, uh, the classic, well, he should just sit out, right? He should just sit out. There's no reason he should play. There's no reason he should play. He's going to lose money if he plays, which, by the way, and this is where I'll take the tangent because I think you're going to take it in another way, uh, is stupid because do you know how much money he is going to make from NIL by playing? Is more, by the way, by the way, more than Emmanuel Acho is making this year. Uh, So that's a dumb argument now. Also, he has to play those games to make the money. This is now pay for play. You have to pay to make the pay. So the the foundation of the argument is completely illogical. Okay. Mm -hmm. You can go with the rest of it now. Yes, and then, uh, and I'm not going to say all the things because we're basically picking that, backing off of what Josh Pate said on on uh, on the late kick or whatever he calls that show that he does. It's awesome, and he had a really impassioned, emboldened, loud like I just was about uh, Dabo kind of tirade, um, or Michigan. I was loud about Michigan, but the other thing that he does, and he mentions the fact that you know I love college football. You should want to compete. This is still a sport. This is still an important sport, and don't try to take away from its importance by suggesting that people shouldn't be a part of it, especially in today's day and age where people are getting paid. And Emmanuel Lacho is an NFL guy, not a college guy, masquerading as a college guy to build his way up through the ESPN ranks or whoever he works for, and that's all fine. The other thing that he did mention that I do want to mention. And this pertains now to both Caleb Williams and Drake May, which, by the way, Emmanuel Acho, if you're calling out uh, Caleb Williams, why aren't you saying Drake May in the same exact sentence? Mm. Top 10 pick. Uh, he's basically been the 1B to Caleb Williams 1A for the last two years, kind of BS. Um, they're probably not going to be playing for a national championship. He's definitely not winning a Heisman. He's got even less of a chance than Caleb Williams That's does. a drive. That's an absolute huge, drive. Huge drive against to start off Oof. this game. All right. Anyway... But the other thing he doesn't mention is that they both, both of those two teams have only lost one conference game and can still go win their conference championship. So how is a teammate that's supposed to go be a teammate to other men in college supposed to look at his teammates and go, hey, I'm not helping you guys. Go well, and if I'm an... Title. If an conference titles are damn important, man. If I'm an NFL... Okay, well, Mario Rudolph broke his collarbone. He's out for the season. Uh, if I am an NFL scout and I see... Okay, well, he set out to protect him his own when they could have won a conference title. Mm-hmm. I don't want that player. Mm-mm. No, Caleb's a little different, and I think Emmanuel knows that. But you know, it's still like it's not that I don't want that player. That's that's too that's too far. It yeah. makes me question his loyalty and what he wants to do. No, if I'm looking at a third round quarterback. Oh my gosh! Yeah, great move. If I'm looking at a third round quarterback and I'm comparing two dudes in the third round and one of them sat out of their bowl game, I'm absolute. And if it's even Stevens. I'm choosing the guy that plays. Yeah. That wants to go out there and compete. And I think Caleb Williams is that guy. I'm not even, we're not throwing any shade at Caleb Williams here. This is all just the suggestion of it. I'm not even that upset with Emmanuel Acho as a human being. He's just tweeting and doing what people do yeah. on Twitter. No, he's, he's doing, it's he's an asinine doing take. his job. Yeah. And it's even less of a good take all given right. today's landscape. Uh, flip side, Utah. Utah has announced that Cam Rising's out for the season. He's done. Mm-hmm. Um, Utah is a top 15 team, yet again, has played spoiler to USC three games in a row now, um, and is becoming a really reputable brand in the Pac-12 and in college football completely. Mm-hmm. Um, Enough to go to their own new conference. They were there is There is a, you know, game day is going to be there for Utah-Oregon next week. That's going to be a really fun game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Utah is also this team now, to me. Utah is the team that needs to be held in the same breath as a USC Ooh, or a, oh, that was bad. Oh, that was Hold bad. I knew it was bad. I can get there. 
It's all right. It's all right, coach. We'll figure it out. It's all right, coach. That's my first turnover in a couple weeks. Anyway, um, yeah, what, what were you saying? Uh, I, I like Utah is a contender now. Utah needs to be seen as a contender in every conference that they'll play in for the rest of time mm-hmm. um, until they show that they can't do it anymore. I mean, their their quarterback, their star player, the guy who was supposed to lead that team this year, is out, and they only have one loss and just upset a team that most everybody didn't give them a shot against. And he played well enough that that's probably part of the reason why they're just kind of shutting down because there's got to be information there that Cam Rising is not healing the way they expected. I mean, because he was supposed to be back week one and it's well, been on and off. Well, and, and granted, banged on and off it, through it, that. It used to be that this was the average length of time to take care of an ACL injury, yeah. right? And it, it was the expectation it was going to take this long. That's not really the case anymore. Um, but with him, this is a normal sort of thing. It doesn't matter to Utah. They're still winning games. They're still winning games convincingly. Yeah. Um, so it's, you know, it's, I don't know. I, I think we need to start taking Utah a little bit more seriously, and I think we will st- start taking them more seriously if they upset or... I'm going for it, Coach. It's probably the right move because their super sim is going to score on us really easily every time. Uh, all right, we're picking this up, too. I mean, watch this. Watch. Watch me. Watch me go. Watch me go. Bop. First down. Fantastic. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, let's take Utah more seriously. Are you done with Utah-USC? Um, we'll just uh, – we haven't really talked about the ramifications – why USC lost and the ramifications of it and sort of uh, Caleb, the shock factor. Caleb Williams threw three interceptions, and they all looked, like, really bad. And he just – he wasn't there. Also, Caleb Williams and Jalen Milrow have the uh, same Heisman odds in Vegas right now. That's crazy. Williams, there is some validity to the against good defenses argument that I'm saying. Not enough to knock him out the number one spot in the, in the NFL draft like some people are trying to make it out to That's be. insane. But <laughs> the um, this is something I was going to save for maybe something to jaw about because we're talking about Caleb Williams. I'm going to talk about it now. Uh, but I was going to maybe do it when we were kind of past the podcast. But I'll do it now. The term generational gets thrown around. Flippantly. Way. Yes. It became one of those buzzy terms that people use, right? Well, you also had uh, Tua and Trevor in back-to-back years. And, uh, yeah, but I don't think... Well, Trevor was generational. I don't think Tua... I wouldn't have put... I didn't put Tua in there before the injuries that he was generational. And then, generations you, and then are, you also had Joe Burrow right Joe after. Joe Burrow. Generations are 20 to 30 years long. We can't have a general generational quarterback <laughs> every three years. It is, it is flawed in logic, yes. Right? Yeah. Marvin Harrison Jr. is an awesome receiver and probably the best receiver to hit the draft since the Julio A.J. Green year. I've seen a lot of that. He is not generational. You know who's generational? And that's... Quincy Radar. Fantastic touchdown. Come on. We needed that. Thank you for thank you for doing that. We're back in this. You know who was generational? Keyshawn Johnson, who went number one overall a wide receiver. Marvin Harrison Jr. is Hang it on him yeah, right now. It. We need to go up 21. Bury him right now. I need to run the ball more. Um, you blitz good all position. night. They missed a field goal. That's why we have the ball here. Okay, sorry. Keep going. Uh, so yeah, Jenner, so Caleb, so this there was this like anonymous NFL GM that came out and and, uh, and and said I would be taking Caleb Williams over both Trevor Lawrence and Joe Burrow in this draft, and that may be that may be true to that GM, but people are taking that and going like Caleb Williams generational. Trevor Lawrence was for three years compared to John Elway and Andrew Luck, right? And we were told that this is this is the one. This is the one. This is the one. This is the guy. And he has been. Yeah. He's been good in the NFL, and he might be that good. He's Anakin. I just, it, it, I get turned off how quickly people use the word generational now. 
Right. I agree with that. Kyle, uh, Kyle Pitts was generational. But it's, it's for also a tight end. it's also a thing about uh, sports as a whole where it's we are so quick to jump to best ever. Yeah. Goat. That's Twitter. That's Twitter it's culture. So, That's all Twitter it's culture. It's so quick now, though. Uh, okay. Uh, the next game I want to talk about before we get to UNC, I'm just going to kind of rip on because you didn't watch it. No, please do. Forks up, baby. Arizona State nearly got them. That was night-night. So, yeah, you got to talk about All right. Uh, I want to fast forward. So, Washington turned the ball over three times. Arizona State's defense has been good all year. I don't know if people are just sort of missing out on that, but they shut down Caleb Williams. They've now shut down Michael Penix. I don't know what else they have to do. Mm-hmm. Arizona State's offense is awful. Awful, awful, awful. Scadaboo is the best player on that team, uh, and he is a great running back, but it doesn't really matter with that offensive line and what they do on offense. They had a sequence where they were up, uh, I think it was, I think they were up one, and they could have gone up four by kicking a field goal. Mm-hmm. It was fourth and three, and they had already had one blot, and they had already missed one. Yeah. Okay? It was fourth and three from Washington's, like, 20. Uh-huh. Maybe even closer. It was maybe, like, the 17. And instead of kicking it, they went for it, which, if you're going to do that, you know me, what am I going to say? If you have a good running back and you're inside the 20, what should you do in short yardage situations? Should be going for run the ball. Yeah, run the ball. Run the ball. Because then if you turn it over, it's not a big deal, right? You get a fumble, everybody dives on it, it is what it is. You're not getting a scoop and score off that. Instead, they throw a pick six. Game's over. Now, granted, the play before that, there was an awful missed call. That's all right. That's all right. Bounce back. Know, Next play. I know, Next I know, play. I know, I know. But that was uh, perfect. There was an awful missed call where a shoulder pad was pulled off of the shoulder of an Arizona State receiver. Not called. Uh-huh. Terrible. But can't blame it on that. The pick six is where they lost that game. Yeah. Frustrating to watch. I don't think you could run it in them two plays here. I think these <sighs> all need to be throws. All right. Oh, gosh. Uh, Drake May. Drake May and UNC and Mac Brown. Yeah. Do you want to go or you want me to go? I'll go because you're playing. Yeah, then, I'm playing. But, I, yeah, we both watched a, a pretty good share of this game. So I have a lot to say about uh, the way UNC came out. It but was, I want you to start. It was just... And it, it wasn't just that Drake May looked lost at times, because he did. He mm-hmm. still had some really pretty balls. He's a very good quarterback. Time out. I don't like that. Uh, he's still a very good quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. No one is saying that he's not. But there were times he looked lost. And then the other thing that stuck out for me for this game was they got bullied in the trenches on both sides of the ball all night. Yeah. On offense, or on defense, their defensive line was getting pushed back three or four yards a play. Yeah. Right? And it just, it looked so ugly. Their offensive line could not do anything to save their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, there was no offense that they ran other than shot ball down the field. Drake May is just a great quarterback. Until they started running the two-minute. It looked like the Bills. And it's just ugly. Yeah. Mac's not the answer. Mac has to go. Mac has to go. This was, if you're North Carolina, this was the year. This was the year you needed to do it. You do not have a strong Clemson. You have one other really, really tough, uh, two other teams that are really, really tough competition in both Duke and Florida State. I don't think anybody really thought that Riley Leonard was going to outgun Drake May, right? Right. You had all of that going for you, and you still couldn't come over that hump. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they're just not willing to really sink money into the football program. That's what I'm hearing from certain sources. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know if it's a Max old and doesn't want to do things. I don't know if it's the AD doesn't agree with how Mac runs his program. I don't know what it is, but it needs to get sorted out that, now. Get out bounds, okay. Yeah. 
um, because the time the time's taken. And Drake May was a great quarterback that you just let to go to waste, like you did Sam Howell before that. And you can't just keep having Trubisky. it happen. Yeah, I mean they did go to a they went to a conference title with Trubisky. Did they? Okay, I don't even remember that. But I'm like ninety percent sure they did. Someone please correct me if I'm wrong on that. Yeah, Sam Howell was very much the same because they he went from they went from very good and then his last year they weren't good at all. No, after not he at lost all. the two running backs and a couple receivers. But uh, my oh, big oh, thing was with, with UNC. Yeah, my big thing with UNC is, and, and I said this a lot if you listen to our earlier weeks, so the people that did listen to our earlier weeks will remember this thing that I said a lot, and that is that UNC, my biggest fear about them was how often, and it's usually, I would even say, they play down to the level of the team that they're playing. Right. Right? Uh, and they didn't do it against Miami, which is why I thought they were maybe turning a corner. I was very complimentary of UNC last week for that very reason. And then they came out and they did exactly what I said they always do in the worst possible way against the worst team in your conference at home on the CW. Right. <laughs> you lost to Virginia on the CW. On the CW. On the, by the way, they used the, they utilized this uh, referee cam that they definitely used at the end of the game. That was so dumb that that was a dive. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I, I'm mad about that is what I meant to say, not me too. Um, but, um, I'm mad. I'm, I'm actually mad. Like you should mad. have gotten out of bounds there. <laughs> I'm actually mad. Money. Love that. Call um, a timeout. I'm calling a timeout. Uh, yeah, they, the, the, the game-ending pick had a really cool angle. That, but anyway, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, they no, played, that, they that played was, down That was something we don't need to gloss over. That was the best use of that. But I am so tired of Major League Baseball thinking that that's so cool for them because it's not. Also, most of the time in college football, it's awful, too, because the referee, it looks like Cloverfield. Yeah. Right? But, yeah, and then, I mean, they did it in the worst possible way and not in a way where they can Ugh. recover from. I don't know if I see North Carolina fully recovering this to, to contender status. No. Yes, you can, you can take out your, your, your tinfoil hat and your pencil and you can tell me all the little ways that it can happen for North yeah. Carolina. Yeah, Adam Gold, get at us. But we have, we have to be <laughs> realistic here and say that is a season-ending gut punch of a loss. Got him. Oh, that is so come terrible. On. We had two crucial drop passes in this game. Ugh. You got this. Um, so yeah, I don't know. They can play spoiler. They could again, tinfoil hat, get their way back into the the mix, if you want to call it. But they probably won't. And that that is that is the most devastating loss that the team had this week. And I know that USC is going to get the most talk because they get the most because, media coverage. Well, right. But. North Carolina's loss is one of the worst mid-season losses I've seen in a long time. I think time. it's the worst in their program. I read a stat the other day that there was something about um, the last like six times they were 20-plus point favorites as a, uh, as a top 10 program. Not only have they... Oh, I tried to throw out of it. I, I'm so glad he tipped that ticket. Um, right, like, they have lost. They haven't just not covered. They've yeah. lost. That can't happen. And that's like your team's M.O. now. Is just losing the big one. Losing when this you... This wasn't the big one. Not even the big one. <laughs> yeah. Losing the big one as in like a big yeah. season. Yeah. It's just, it's so hideous. It's so egregiously bad and I hate it. I want them to be good. It would be a lot of fun. Like, dude, that fan base is super passionate. Yeah. There are people who are dying for that team to go be great. Oh boy, that was dumb. That was dumb. I've got to throw the end zone here. Yeah. I've got to... We got to get up. We got to get to the line. This is actually very, very in, in, uh, riveting stuff here. Here we go. I got him. You I got, got him. Tight end. It's He's... the tight end. Yeah. Six. Boom, Let's baby. go, baby. Let's go. Woo. We needed that. All right. That is, you've been huge this game. You got 21 points. I hate Tennessee. You hate Tennessee. All right. So, uh, all right. Get rid of Mac. 
I'm running the ball. Start I getting am more, running the ball this drive. Start getting more Drake Mays. Okay. Just simply yeah. do that. I hadn't thought about the the whole like his Mac. Also, problem dude, you got he, everybody uh, complains so much about Tez Walker, as they should have. It was an awful, awful rule. Yeah. It was stupid. They should have complained about Tez Walker, but you got him and then ruined it. It was awesome with Miami. The Miami and game. they can still win the ACC. Yeah. They can still do it. But does anyone, even in their fan base, believe they're still going to do it? No. No. Not I'm, after I'm like, I'm, one and five I'm mad for North Carolina fans. I really am. Oh. We got to stop calling these. They stop working the, the longer the game goes. I mean, I had a touchdown on it, and then it got shut down yeah. right after. Um, it always so, works at the beginning of games, and then the longer you go, the, they dude, start putting the guy out there. The only them. win that Virginia had before this game was Bill and Mary. Come on, man. Yeah. Now that's as, that's as bad of a loss as you get, man. Jade's asking if she can come inside. I hope she hasn't just been sitting in the driveway. I feel awful. Jade, it's, it's just a little live stream. Like we're come not broadcasting to come on, trillions Jade. of people. It's only like a million people. Oh, that's a dart. Oh, I can't say uh, Okay, so yeah, that's. Are, are we done with North Carolina? We are, oh, and we, we. I'm sorry, guys. I don't. I don't. I didn't want to come in and just dunk all over North Carolina this pod. They need to be. But that's, that's a loss that deserves. You dunking. refuse to do the things that everyone knows you have to do to improve. I'm dunking them as hard as I did Bama after USF, and that was just as, as atrocious of a showing. Except they just didn't lose. But oh, that would have been the same if Alabama had lost that game to USF. It would have had to be. I would have been. This is this is atrocious, unforgivable kind of stuff because that is exactly what it is, and I'm not going to be able to. Uh, run another game that was really impressive, by the way. Uh, LSU put up 62 on Army. They did. That's, why is Okay, first, why is LSU playing Army in October? That's a weird thing. I agree with that. Um, at the same time, well, we are LSU's biggest rival, and normally you play yeah. a cupcake before your biggest rival. Fair and I, I Not that Army's a cupcake, but Fair look, enough. Look, no. look, at, look at the score. I mean, Army's a uh, cupcake. They don't have to be nice. 62 nothing to Army, though? Army holds the ball for a long time. They do. Time. That's a hard team to put up 62 against. That and is a good point. It's also a team where against this LSU option. defense, where a lot of people a lot of people have been saying that they're not very good this year, all of a sudden they're doing yeah. this. They're shutting out a triple option Army team? I don't know. That was just, it was shocking to me. Um, okay, do you want to move on to next week? Yeah, let's pull up some of next week's games. All right. Uh, we've got, oh, we've got them right here. Let's go, let's go. We've got the cocktail party. Georgia versus Florida. It'll be the first game for Georgia without Brock Bowers. That's true. Uh, also, Chad, if there's anything we missed from last week, let us know. Oh, my God, yeah. we didn't talk about Alabama, Tennessee. <laughs> I guess we have. Yeah, and we're playing Tennessee. Here we go, baby! B. Yep. Bap. Could get the stiff arm over. Um, switch the ball over. After, yeah. after a season where our Heisman finalist running back just dominated people, I'm and not then, to run it more here, but... Like, all of a sudden, we're just passing the ball left and right. We're just dotting up Tennessee left and right. Okay, so... You know how I started last week's Bama segment with, I hate using... I hate the, I hate the trope, tail of two halves. <laughs> I do remember that. Right? And I have to do it again. Yes. Ugh. Yes, you do. But you start, because I'm playing, and I have to score here. Yeah. Uh, Jade's coming in, so if you hear the dogs barking, that's what's going on. Um, We're very excited. She's been gone the first. Like the first half, half went... And you and I looked at each other several times during the first half saying, this is a 
as about as bad as this could go yeah. for Alabama. This is the worst case scenario for I Alabama. usually don't say we're cooked in the middle of a game that early, and I said we're cooked. I mean, I thought we were not there to play that. I right. did not think Alabama showed up to play. Showed up with way too emotion in the opening drive. Joe Milton threw one of the best balls I've seen all season to Squirrel, right, Squirrel White, who made one of the best catches I've seen all season. Yeah. Um, we got the ball back. They still didn't score. I back. mean, it's it's not good for them. It's not good. It's it's not great to be a Tennessee ball, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, by the way, if you're from Tennessee, do you give a damn about the whole state of Alabama yet? Because <laughs> it was 34-20. Um, you probably give a damn about the referees. Uh, so, and then the second half, Alabama comes out and it's a completely different team. They are bouncing the ball out wide to pop passes to Kendrick Law. Mm-hmm. Um, they are running the ball off tackle for multiple yards. Um and, and big gains and ripping off big gains. Uh, they're calling designed run plays for Milrow. They had one in the first half. They had one in the first half, and other than a shoestring yeah, tackle, have... it would have been a 12, 14-yard gain. I think they had another on and third I looked down. And I looked at you, and I said, we're going to stop calling it because it didn't work that one time. And we yeah. ran one more, and that was it in the first half. Mm-hmm. Second half, we come out, we run two or three. He also has a big scramble, and that's sort of the difference in your ball game. Uh, so it's just, it's nice, something, again, no. clearly, we should be calling the plays. <laughs> Second half, there's all these different offensive run plays, and then the defense was just shut down. Mm-hmm. Um, the defense was what Alabama's defense has been all year. It's had second half adjustments out the wazoo. Um, I forget how many points have been given up to the likes of Heupel and Petrino and mm-hmm. Kiffin, but it's not very many. I want to say it's less than 10 in the second half of those games against those coaches. Yeah. Bama wins 34-20. You and I smoke cigars. Saturday night was a great night. Fantastic night. Um, if you're Tennessee, where do you go from here? That's second level after the... Yes, that's a great run. Uh, where you're Tennessee... Tennessee's fine. I actually don't think Tennessee is going to be as dejected as, as, as people think they will because they saw Georgia, and that's a big game for them. And, and they play... Uh, that's they a, play that's a huge revenge game for them, too, last Big from revenge last game. I don't, I don't think Tennessee's bowing out. I don't think Tennessee... I mean, they know that they're not going to... But they're still in the, the building stages of what Tennessee's trying to become. I couldn't decide if I wanted to go inside or outside that block, so I just ran right into his spine. Got five yards. Got five yards. But yeah, they're still building what they're going to, the, what they think they're becoming. So this wasn't, in their mind, the end of their run. This is just maybe a little bit, you know, they've got Nico Iamaliev, or however you say his name. I did that off the cuff. I actually don't know if that's how you pronounce it. But they've got last year's probably best high school quarterback, uh, unless maybe you want to say it's Arch Manning or that Arnold guy at Oklahoma. Anyway... So I don't think they're bowing out. I actually think they're going to be a tough out for the rest of the teams that do have to play them. I'm glad Alabama doesn't anymore. I'm calling a timeout because I don't like this setup. Yeah. Um, And then, what was I going to say as far as Tennessee goes? Um, They've got Georgia. They've got Missouri. That's a big get-up game. It's a big get-up game. I do see the Missouri game being a trip if they're looking at Georgia. But I think they're going to be okay. I do actually like... I mean, that's just, that's just big boy football, and Tennessee's not ready for it. They're not fit for it, they're is the problem. Tennessee's, Tennessee has a lot of moxie in that program right now, which is why I think they're going to be okay. Um, but, man, was it nice to beat them. It, it, it felt great. It felt great. Imagine beating your rival one time in 17 years and not beating them on the road in their house in over 20 years. Yeah. That's what Tennessee's looking at. That's, 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 that's a hard thing to do. That's a hard thing to see and Tough look at. Tough pill to swallow, and, for and, sure. Yeah. But, but, anyway, that's Alabama, Tennessee. Is there anything else you want to say? Yeah. So on the Alabama side of things, oh, uh, I, I did sorry. promise yeah, you. Yeah, keep that, going. You know, I did. Oh, I hope that's not a frozen game. That would be devastating. I would just sim until we won. I'll be honest. 
that's tough. Let's sit here and watch this for a minute. Uh, I'll take it off of that and go to this, but um, that, that looks like I might be restarting the game here, which is really tough because I was very happy with the way this was Yeah, going. me too. Me too. That's tough. I do want to do the offseason. This is, this is a bummer. <laughs> I'm really upset right now. Chat, uh, just let us know you confirmed that we were up like 30-something points on Tennessee. Yeah. And so we, when we send this till we win, it's not because we're being Juco and babies yeah, and about now, this. Now but. even the mouse isn't wanting to respond. Okay. There we go. All right. All right. Well, let's restart it. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, well, I get that back up. I will put that. I'll, I'll, I'll keep talking. Uh, no, okay. I, I do know what, what train of thought I was on. Uh, yes, I did promise that no matter what happened, I wasn't... It was a survive and advance game for Alabama. So I will say that right now. I am very happy with the way the game went despite the first half struggles because they won. And I said that's all they need to do. If they win this game 3-2, to two, I'm happy. With that said, until Alabama does learn to start putting a full game together, they belong around 9, 10, 11, 12. That is where they belong. They are not a, they are not a full top three, four contender until they learn to play a complete game, which they have. I think there's I a, that comes. But. I think there's a big difference between the defense putting a full game together and mm -hmm. the offense putting a full game together. Yeah. When the defense doesn't have a full game together, that's when Alabama, I agree with you, they need to be in that 9, 10, 11. Yeah. How many teams have won a national title because their defense is that good? A lot. That's a good point. Yeah, that's um, a good point. You know, a lot of teams have... Look, Alabama's defense in 2015 had to carry that offense. Yes, but is the offense good enough to complement the defense enough to beat a Georgia to beat Michigan I've, to beat an yeah, State? Yeah, I think they're getting there. They're getting there. I think they're getting there. They're and getting I, there, but, but I need we to see can't, one full game. We can't analyze this team right now as the final complete package. Nope. No, you right? can't. Uh, but you do need to see it at some point. You Yes, at some point, I agree. I don't think we're going to see that against LSU in two weeks. Oh, God, no. No, that's not the team to see it against. But an Auburn game would be nice, or, you know, might be too late for that to kind of happen, but... Look, I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think they belong in the 9, 10, 11 range. I think they belong in the 6, you know, 5, 6, 7, 8 range. Mm -hmm. um, I just, I, I think they're in that next tier of, of teams. Um, that game's struggling a little bit right now. I'm going to take it off of here. Oh, no. It's just not, it did this a little earlier. Okay. So when it gets back up and I get us a dub, I'm going to move on and we'll do the offseason. Okay. How about that? But we're going to yep. keep talking until then. Uh, so, yeah, no, I, I, I understand what you're saying. I think the defense, almost every game that Alabama has played this year, has gotten that full four-quarter game. Mm -hmm. Part of that full four-quarters is some of the quarters you're going to suck. Yeah. Right? Um, Arkansas, they were gassed because they were on the field nonstop. You had uh, the Tennessee game. They needed a halftime adjustment. Mm -hmm. Okay? That teams win games doing that. Texas A&M needed a halftime adjustment. Teams win games doing that. Especially that one was on the road. Right. Ole Miss, halftime adjustment. Teams win games doing that. I, like, I think you had USF, Alabama's closest game of the year, where they won, right? Was USF. <laughs> That's crazy. Okay. But what didn't happen? The defense didn't just completely blow off the game. Yeah. They only gave up, what, three points? Yeah, it's like 17-3, I think that game was. Um, so, I, you know, again, I, I think... The defense has put together full four-quarters games. I think we're probably a little bit more used to Alabama dominating for a full four-quarters on we defense. We are. That is true. And we haven't had that. But we also have a brand-new defensive coordinator. And let's face it, a bunch of young dudes. Mm -hmm. Outside of our defensive backfield, Alabama's got a very young team this year. Um, Dallas Turner played great. Jihad Campbell was the huge storyline from the game, I think. Um, the big woe for me from Saturday for Alabama was uh, just... 
how awful Kool-Aid McKinstry was in Punt Return. It's that. See, I've got actually got a whole discussion about Punt Returns that I want to talk about once we kind of finish up this pod. Uh, yeah, he's, I, I mean, I, I think, okay, all right, then we'll, we'll save it for that. But uh, he's got to no, be... we can talk about Kool-Aid specifically, and then I have another, like, He's got to be. He's got to be gone. No, he's done. That has to be the end of that experiment. He's got as much of the yips as a as a guy can have at punt returner that I've seen in a while. I mean, he refuses to catch the ones that he's standing directly under that he's called fair catch for. He's done this. the The refs have noticed it. Everybody on the field has noticed it. The players aren't trying to hit him, and he's still moving out of the way on the thirty five. Yeah. The thirty. Yep. There's zero reason to ever do that. Yep. So yeah. Uh, Man, NCAA's... There we go. Okay. No, we're good. We're That's up. Good. Now, it might take me a minute to sim a win, but we are up now. Uh, and I hope every... Chat, let us know if you're not okay with us simming a win. No, we're I'm still, okay still going to do it. I'm okay uh, with But you can let that. us know if you're not okay with it. Uh, but yeah, I, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm tired of... The, like, Kool-Aid nearly cost Alabama the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he put us in a... Re- he put our offense in a terrible, Defensive terrible backfield, he was awesome. He was awesome as a DB. Yeah, so oh, so oh my gosh! Don't let it save. I don't. I don't even have it. Have it pulled up here either. Like, yeah. I there's a. Just you're doing talking. a lot. Do you want me to do this? Uh I can do this part while you handle over here. I think I just need to find the limit here. Let's just do this. We're fine. We're good where we are. Okay. Uh, but yeah, that that's that's where I'm at with Kool Aid returning punts for Alabama. I, it's it's Kendrick Lawless time. Yeah, whoever the backup is, it's yep. time to put him. It's, in. it's it's time. Um. But that is, yeah, that, okay, now we have wrapped up Bama, Tennessee. Yep. Uh, oh, closer. Man. All right, let's move on to next week, huh? Yeah. Uh, all right, you've got uh, really nothing during the week. Um, Syracuse, Virginia Tech could be a good game. Georgia State, Georgia Southern, that's a nice little rivalry game. That could be fun on Thursday. FAU, Charlotte, don't watch that game. Don't watch FAU, Charlotte. Please don't watch that. Don't do that to yourself. Uh, Florida State and Wake. What's our line there? Uh, 20 and a half. That was a joke. Um, you've got, uh, hold on, can you move, can you put up our s- little little sprit, split screen over there? Uh, yeah, oh, uh, cocktail party. We're talking about that. Yes. First Georgia game without Brock Bowers. What does Florida have to do to win the game against Georgia? Play a perfect game. Literal, I think so, too. Literal per- I don't think that this game's a storyline when we're moving into Sunday. I think Georgia, because they were getting right. Georgia was, has been getting right for a few weeks. And has a bye, and hates Florida. I, I agree with you mostly, but I think they have really been leaning on Brock Bowers mm-hmm. for a large portion of their offense. I'm very interested to see what they look like. I don't think they're going to lose this game, but I won't be surprised if it's a little bit closer than we think, especially if Graham Mertz played the way he did two weeks ago. Graham Mertz has been um, better. Not even two weeks. He's been good since their early loss. He has been a good quarterback since. I mean, I've seen a few like Wisconsin fans. Really? Yeah, we won! Woo! We beat them! All right. The, we scored 17. Okay. There we go. All right, flip it over. Flip it over. Yeah, I'll flip it over. We're about to do the offseason here, um, which we can just kind of do this live. We don't, I mean, By we the way, we had uh, beaten them by like 20-something if you're just now joining. We were up by, about to go up 30 because we were about, it was playing, we were going into the fourth quarter and we, I was about to score a touchdown. Game so crashed. The game crashed. It's now, actually, let's see who wins the natty and all that. Okay. Uh, so yeah, uh, you think Georgia covers 14 and a half? I do. Okay. All right. I feel pretty, I don't know why, but sometimes I just feel really good about that kind of stuff and I do. And so I know I'm wrong. Washington, the national champions. Wow. Over Kansas state. That would be a fun natty. Yeah. That would be a fun national championship. You're right. Uh, 
Orange Bowl, UNC, and Notre Dame was won by UNC, Drake UNC, May. Cotton Bowl, we'll do that. Alabama is playing Virginia Tech in a bowl game. Yeah, Alabama had on New Year's. a few losses. Oh, boy. Why don't, we, why don't you go ahead and send that one, huh? All right. Uh, yeah, I think Georgia covers. That's all I'll say. Uh, Duke and Louisville, two programs that maybe don't have as much to play for as they thought they were going to at this point in the season, but... Okay, Bama, dang. What bowl was that? We're about to peach? See. I'm just getting them all knocked out. Right, these are the main ones. I bet that was Peach. Gator Bowl, Bama. Yikes. Um, okay. Fun little season. Yeah. Cheeky little season to yep. start with. Hey, Coach. Birmingham Bowl dub for us. Let's, let's, let's that, do a little off-season, huh? Let's see, what, let's see what kind of job that gets us. Uh, okay, and then uh, down here, let's move on. Duke-Louisville. It's at Louisville. Louisville's been great this season. Uh, currently, the line is Louisville minus four. Uh, up. That's gone Riley Leonard is very banged up right now. Yeah. Um, Duke's defense is very good, and Louisville struggled against a good defense earlier this year. Uh, where do you see this game going? Who do you see winning? And does Louisville cover? Because of Riley Leonard's injury status and where everything is, and the fact that it's in Louisville, and both teams are coming off kind of disappointing losses, I'm going to lean Watch home Sky. team. And I'm going to lean... <laughs> I'm going to lean home team. I'm going to lean Louisville just because a quarterback is healthy. And I like Plummer as a quarterback. I like Leonard better. But he's hurt, and he's been coming in and out of games. I don't know if he's even going to be playing this week or not. Right. So I'm going to go Louisville before I even know what happens with Riley Leonard. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We broke some records, by the way. Uh, yep. Broke. I love how it says 2013. Right. Um, congratulations, Coach. It was a great season. Yeah. <laughs> UAB knew 2013 record. He broke it, and the guy that broke it, he <laughs> won it in 2018. All right. Uh, there's that. Uh, so we both got Louisville winning. Do you have Louisville covering four? I do, yeah. Four is too much for me to say they don't cover. Uh, Tennessee at Kentucky, a bounce-back game for Tennessee. Do they win that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, I think Tennessee keeps playing their brand of football Pretty much to a T. I don't see the bottom falling off of their season because that's a program still, despite the loss to Bama, that has a lot of inertia. Uh, three and a half is the spread for that one. That that low? Yes. No, they cover for that Tennessee. easily. They cover I, that easily. I, I think, don't think much of Kentucky right now. I think if they can stop Kentucky's run offense, then yes. If they can stop, I think Ray Davis is his name. Imagine that. They want to give us an extension. Ooh, let's say, explore mm, other options. Yeah. Uh, all right, Chad. This, so, is, this is a big deal. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so a year one and just list a bunch of teams that we have no shot at. But yeah, they're going to re-sign Hugh Freeze at Auburn. Awesome. Okay. So we got Wisconsin. They're keeping Luke Fickle. Yep. No, no question about that. Uh, sorry, if you're listening on the podcast, we're just doing our uh, off-season. You should really yeah. watch the Twitch stream. Oh, our camera turned off. Camera cut off. Let me go turn that on. I think the battery died. Okay. All right. Pop in a new battery We're just going to chat. We're just going to chat. This is, this is a very, like, kind of strangely put together pod we're dealing with so yeah tonight bear with us a little bit you know we've never gone this long we got a lot he's going he's he's, he's leaving the country for three weeks like, yeah i wanted this to, there's a lot going on there's a lot going a on i'm walking around the, the room we should be back here in a sec um okay just that bad boy dead we'll see Man, that dolls are cricket now. there we go Good all right day. well Maybe not. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I see uh, Tennessee covering this one if they can stop the run. And they need Joe Milton to keep playing like he was in the first half of the Alabama game and not the second half of the Alabama game. Um, if we never pop back up, we'll just keep this up. And uh, 
and sorry about and it. And be done, and you'll just won't see us for the rest of the pod, which is fine. Uh, yeah, and then, uh, all right, you've got uh, Pitt at Notre Dame. Our first potential is head coach at Iowa. I don't think it's oh. going to happen. We're not on their top candidates. No, we're not even being considered. Yeah, yet. okay. All right. Which makes sense. Deion Sanders staying after a six and seven year. That's actually pretty true that's to actually, life. That's actually, yeah, that's pretty accurate. Pretty true to life. I like uh, that. Justin Wilcox. Tommy Reese is a candidate for the Cal job. That's exciting. They go Scott Satterfield. Wow. To Cal. That's not a, is that, I guess that's slightly an upgrade. Yeah, I, I guess. And that makes the Cincinnati coach job open, which is big for us. And that goes to Ryan Grubb. Our head coach, Trent Dilford, is going to move up in the ranks here. Oh. Ryan Grubb's killing it at Washington, though. <laughs> this uh, who'd they take? Who did Minnesota just take? Well, Zach Arnett. Yeah, Zach Arnett stays. Okay. Um, this UAB staff is just gonna get gutted. Thomas Hammock. Don't know who that is. Oh come on. Dilly stays. Dilly dilly. Uh yeah. All right. Uh and then look at that name. Remember him? Colin Klein? Wow. I didn't know he was coaching at Kansas State. I honestly did uh, not know he was an offensive coordinator. Yeah, I don't know if I knew that or not. Um, okay, Pitt at Notre Dame. I did this mainly because it's a Death Star game for Pitt. Yeah. You know, Notre Dame's finally got some some more wind in their sails than they had maybe a couple weeks ago. I never know what to make of that team, but yes. Dude, Pitt's so weird, man. Tommy Varese. Okay, this would never happen. But Tommy Reese, head coach at Navy. Navy's offense is about to change drastically. Hope you didn't like running the ball too much. Trent Dilfer's at Purdue, by the way. So we helped Trent Dilfer get a job at Purdue. He's now in the... Uh, We're going to be the head coach of UAB? Promote from within? Maybe, but I don't think uh, so. Notre Dame's a 20-point favorite. They're at home. Does Notre Dame have any shot of getting upset by Pitt? Yeah, everybody always has a chance of getting <laughs> upset by Pitt. Yeah, I think so too, unfortunately. Uh, all right. The big, uh, there's a couple more, BYU at Texas. Again, a lot of these games aren't really sexy. I'm very interested to see that one, though. That's a 5-2 BYU team going to Austin, potentially without uh, Quinn Ewers. Mm -hmm. Is Texas on upset alert? Yeah, BYU is also a team that can upset anybody. They have, they will, and when you don't pay attention to them, they can upset. The line is 17.5, so I would be shocked, but I wouldn't be shocked if BYU... Keeps it closer than we expect, kind of like Houston just did. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, We're not even being considered by UAB as head coach. I don't know about you. I am going to write down every single team who didn't consider us for head coach <laughs> on a notepad. I mean, we did lose three games, but we beat Tennessee. We didn't lose that. The defensive coach lost that. Yes, yes. Uh, I didn't throw We set multiple school records. I didn't throw interceptions against Oklahoma. I, I threw plenty to Mississippi State. Kevin Steele at Ball State. That would... Never Ew, happened. Gross. Um, all right. Age, go, go start over at Ball State. Is that Alex good? Grinch just got a head coaching job? That's awful. All right. Uh, sort of the last game we need to talk about for next week will be uh, Oregon at Utah. Oregon is a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Utah's got some dogs, man. I'm actually – this is the one game that Saturday I'm kind of bummed I'm going to miss. Yeah. Again, I will be in Versailles, so I can't really be too bummed about it. Right. Um, but – I don't, I don't know if Utah can necessarily stop Oregon because I think Oregon's defense is that much better. Um, oh, our first head coach buddy. potential. Nope, they didn't take us. Oh, that would have been awesome. I'll be honest. These level teams, I don't think I want to do head coach yet. 
You want to do an OC? I think I want to do OC at a bigger program, but okay. I want to bring it up to you before we get offered one here, because we're going to get offered here one in a second. Okay. Uh, Oregon at Utah, what do you think happens? I think Oregon's defense is a little bit better than, or a good bit better than USC's and can stop Utah. Mm -hmm. And I think Bo Nix, I think Oregon and Bo Nix know, and um, Dan Lanningham know that they, that Dan, Dan Lanning? Mm -hmm. Why did I just say Lanningham? Dillingham, maybe? Manningham? I don't know. Whew, I'm an idiot. Uh, okay, I, I think they know that now's the time. The back's against the wall. They've yeah. got to They've got to play like their hair is on fire, and I think that's a very dangerous spot for Utah to be in. That being said, if we get Bo picks, Utah could win by two scores. They could. I think Oregon is, is a fair amount better than USC now, in my head, and I think Oregon covers in this one pretty... Yeah. Pretty convincingly i think so too uh okay for our podcast people that's that's a pod that's it right okay hey thank you so much for listening we know this was a long one again i will be in europe but i will be dropping off a couple videos for brick so you will hear my voice next week but hopefully you'll hear uh mc or maybe somebody maybe you know another special guest who somebody. knows or me by myself if everybody says no who knows uh so yeah that's uh we've also got uh it'll a, probably be at my house we've got a podcast co-host in the triangle now from 2016, I want to say, mm -hmm. in Parker Roads. That's true. Parker would be a He's good an one. option. He's an option. People are talking. The people are talking. Uh, but yeah, so thank you so much for listening. If your podcast, I know it was an hour and 36 minute pod, but uh, we love you so much. We've gone longer. We love you profoundly. We love you so much. And I'll, I'll, I will be back and I will miss you dearly on Pat's Interference, but I'll be back uh, with a couple weeks left and then we've got Rivalry Week. Yeah. Rivalry yeah. Week. Rivalry Week. Okay, we love you. Bye.